Hey guys, welcome to, hey, maybe I'll talk into the microphone. Hey guys, welcome to Open Tabs. This is the podcast with me, Burke Reicher, where I go through, I open up my tabs the, the entire week and when I'm on the road, and then we close them here on Wednesday. I also do a solo podcast. This week's podcast, why are you doing so fast, Bert? Because people complain. This week's podcast was with Jamie Kilstein. He is a deep dive on the internet. If you, want, if you are a, a progressive right and you've never heard of Jamie Kilstein, check him out. Um, if you are a progressive left and you've never heard of Jill, Jamie Kilstein, check him out. They call him the fence in politics. He's the fence. What do you mean? I don't know. I just made it up. Oh, that's cool. Let's start off this week with maybe the funniest thing I've seen all fucking week on the internet. And yes, it's my Instagram page. And yes, it's my daughter. But I swear to you, if this doesn't cheer you up a tad bit, then you don't have a fucking soul. Yesterday morning, we're getting in the pool, and Isla's, they're fresh out of tennis practice. Ooh, sounds like white privilege kids, Bert. They are. Uh, she's getting, and she's like, I'm just going to jump in my clothes. I go, Isla, what's it look like if someone push, if you push yourself in the pool? And this was her impression of her pushing herself in the pool, and it made me laugh my fucking ass off. What's it look like when you push yourself in? She went hard. She went hard in the fucking paint. God, I've, I've watched, like when you I've watched push this a million in. times. God, I watch this. I can watch this over and over again. It's her kick. Her kick. Are you promoting your own child getting thrown in the pool? Yeah. One more time. What's it look like when you push yourself in? It's her kick at the end that gets me. She does a kick with her foot that fucking kills me. By the way, I'm going to promote also my buddy, Scott Pete, has got this web series that he does on his Instagram, and I saw it this morning, and it made me giggle so hard. And the, and I reposted it, but I'm sharing with you if you haven't seen it. Scott's an actor. Uh, he's a director. He made a movie. I should have Scott on the podcast with John. John Tag is a guy I did a play with, uh, with my buddy Croy, and, uh, and this guy David Davison, Davis, Davis, I think. When did you do a play? I did a play. I was so bad in a play because I don't listen. And you know me on a podcast. So the whole time everyone's talking, I'm just rehearsing my lines. Like, um, they have, they, Scott does this web series on Instagram where he, uh, it's failed auditions and he obviously scripts them. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's so fun. Oh, dude, it made me giggle so hard this morning. And this is Scott's the one with the mustache and the and losing his hair, and John's the one with the great head of hair. And uh, they're auditioning for a, co- a buddy cop. Just watch it. Oh, Scott, there's no bullet. The other but voice you hear is the director. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll, give I'll give it to Jared. 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 I'll give it to Jared. Sorry, man. I just figured. Uh, Scott, character. Try one. <clears throat> okay, ready? Yeah, we want to go for one. How tight? Right, yeah, right there. Right around here. Look at this. Try one. Character actors. <sighs> Get your hands up! Jesus! No! God. The other guy says it. Oh, oh, him! Yeah. I thought I was supposed to do that and no, say Jesus. Not, not you. It's the Keanu Reeves character. You're with a gun too. You're oh, I have a gun. Yeah, yeah you're, you're his partner. partner. Oh, Scott put his hands yes. up. Okay. If you're not, Scott if you're listening, finish. Try him. He's saying more stuff. Okay. Can we go again. What do you want me to say? Nothing. Just, just, nothing. just hang nothing. out like yeah, just. Okay, you know, yeah, just yeah. take John Pegg's lead. Okay. <laughs> Get your hands up. Do it on the floor. No, Scott. What? I'm sorry. Take it down on the floor. That. I just get a kick out of 
You know what it is? Oh shit, what did I just fucking do? Okay, let's get back in here. I just get a kick out of the director's voice. No, Scott! Wait, how do I get out of this? Okay, ready? What did I just do? Okay. And then, let's get out of that Instagram. Am I fucking screen recording? I better be. That little circle on top right? Yeah, it's black. It looks like it is. Good. Um, Ari Shafir wants to fight Chael Sonnen. I'm not sure if that's the headline we're going to go with, but that's the one I'm going to go with. Uh, did anyone see Ari? First of all, serendipitously, I was in like a deep dive of Chael Sonnen this weekend. Really? He, yeah, he, he called out Rogan. I don't know if he really did. I don't know if it's what Chael does. You know, Chael is the best trash talker alive. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't know Chael's trash talk, I'm going to just play you a little bit. I, this is him him talking about Brazilians. Oh, he's good. Chael, can he think he's the best heavyweight striker we have in MMA? Is that too much of a compliment? Well, a lot of people think that Elvis Presley's still alive <laughs> as well. Uh, I don't know that Overeem is an MMA fighter at all. Do you remember when I said he fed the bus a carrot? <laughs> I do. Were you even listening? Is this thing on? Is this on? And then the other one was petting the bus saying, whoa, big fella. He thought it was a horse. And now you're telling me they have computers in Brazil? That's crazy to me. What was your question? Uh, no, I'm sore, tired, under the weather, over-trained. Chael Sonnen is, if you just go on, I can't, I, it's not, I, it, you just do it on your time. I could play a whole podcast of Chael Sonnen's, the f- best of Chael Sonnen. He is fucking hilarious. He really is. And he's smart, and he's a, he's a great fighter. And, uh, and I know, I know Rogan respects him, the fuck out of him. And I know he respects the fuck out of Rogan. I, Colby Covington, I guess, called out Rogan, said he was going to slap him. And he's, I mean, I guess I'm not going to say that he was trash talking just to get people to watch a fight because that's what the beef is about. You know anything about the beef? Yeah, yeah. But the best is they start talking about it, and Ari starts Chael Sonnen-ing Chael Sonnen, which I get a kick out of. They're talking about Chael right now, and they're complimenting him, and then we'll listen to Ari just go south and talk like he knows more jujitsu than he, than he really does. Say Francis Ngannou is the most... Terrifying heavyweight contender ever. Yeah, I say that because that's what I see. I see him put Alistair Overeem in a fucking orbit. I can see a side of it. Like you just talk about the fighting part. <laughs> that's what you're experts on. I talk about whatever I want to talk about. Listen, here's the deal, Chael. Which what you should understand. You stick to fighting and promoting, and let intelligence uh, leave that here to intelligent people. You're out of your class. Fucking deal with it. Whoa, uneducated. You- you're a high school dropout, and you know it. Are you a you're heel? good at trash talk, and that's it. I don't think he's a high school dropout. Life. What? I think he graduated from college. No, he didn't. He fucking dropped out of high school early, like what? sophomore year. No. No, that guy's dumb, bro. No. Yeah, Chelsea is dumb. Are you sure? That's a great way to, I mean. It's a great way to get your ass kicked. <laughs> it's a great, there's, by the way, there's a lot of MMA fighters I've wanted to talk shit to. Chael Sonnen's not one of them. I, Ari must know Chael. He has to. I he has know. to. Let's just hear it one more time. Get to the side of it. Like you just talk about the fighting part. <laughs> That's what you're experts on. I talk about whatever I want to talk about. Listen, here's the deal, Chael. Which is what you should understand. You stick to fighting and promoting and let intelligence uh, leave that here to intelligent people. You're out of your class. Fucking deal with it. Whoa. Uneducated. You, you're a high school dropout and you know it. Are you a You're heel? good at trash talk and that's it. I don't fucking think he's move a high on with your dropout. life. 
What? I, mean, I think no, he dropped out early. No, he didn't. He fucking dropped out of high school early, like what? sophomore year. No, no, that guy's dumb, bro. No. Yeah, Chelsea is dumb. Are you sure? Yeah. Did Have you, you <laughs> talk to him? Did you yes. Dude, he's, he's, very two, he's two points above retarded. Oh, that's fact. That's fact. You can look okay, that up. What are the points? What what points do you get when you got a real issue? Uh, like, what keep in mind, just okay, the line stupid? that they have medically is like if you are barely retarded, you're still not like really retarded. But like, we should be more politically correct with our use of that word. Mentally retarded. Fucking <laughs> 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 Ari, Ari. I wonder what it'll say on Ari's gravestone. I did not give a fuck. I'm sorry, Chael Sonnen. No, that I, I saw that. And I like, you know, when you sit up in bed, you're like, wait, what the fuck is Ari saying? Uh, let's uh, let's leave that there. There's a show I'm obsessed with called Carnival Eats. Have we talked about this? Yeah, you hate the lighting. I ha- uh, there's a lot I hate about it. I do not hate the host. Uh, I, I have notes for him. Obviously, I do not hate the host. Uh, you hate I, the producers. By the way, I think. I, I think I do. There's a lot of shows that I that I hate the producers of, where I look at the production and I go, "You're too heavy-handed in it." And and the note I'd give to the the talent, I, I look the talent's name is what's his name? Noah 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 Cap. Is it Noah Cap? Yeah. No, C A P P E. Noah Cap. He's actually a great host, and I'll tell you why. I, my problem with my hosting was that I always tried to get in the way of things. Like I always wanted my personality to be the thing you watched. I didn't give a fuck about the TV show or the branding or the content. I was the star. I wanted me to be the star, and it is distracting when you watch television and the one guy won't shut the fuck up about whatever jokes he has. Like there was a there was a bit they did today, and uh, I saw it, and it was. Noah went to a place they had um, caramel stuffed jalapenos wrapped in bacon and they called it the Noah cap, right? And the, and then his line is, they make it for him and his line is, uh, I've never eaten me before. I already know what I would have said. I tried once in high school, but I couldn't get the telephone under the back of my back. Oh, I tried hard. I succeeded a little bit, but that's where my brain always went for jokes. So they would have to, the, 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 the challenge in, I'm making sure these headsets, we got to really work these headsets, right? The challenge in working with me as an editor was cutting me out of the show because I would talk so fast. You couldn't find an edit point. I'd be like, I never actually ate myself. And then you'd, it would cut out way too quick because you'd hear me go, but once in high school. So I thought we'd watch a little bit of carnival eats, by the way. Once again, the host is fantastic. I'm not shitting on Noah Cap, and I implore you to watch this show. The producers is where I have an issue. And I number one is the premise of the show, okay? It's a show that highlights Carnival Eats. It's not entirely applicable to everyday life. Very few times do I schedule a lunch meeting and I go, well, there's a carnival about an hour outside the city. Do you guys want to go have lunch at the carnival? I saw this great uh, stuffed avocado. Deep fried Twinkie. They don't even do. By the way, the food is fucking phenomenal. The food is phenomenal, but it's made by people that aren't chefs. It's made by people that are legit carnies. People who live carnies. They're legit carnies. So they spend a life on the road. They they don't. They're never in the same place twice. They're carnies. They don't want you to get their plates and run their plates because they've got fucking warrants and whatnot. They're carnies. They're carny folk. There's a and so never at the same fair are you getting the same fucking fair. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're never getting the same food at the same fair twice because these guys are, they're drifters. 
They're meth people. Not meth people. Not meth people. And by the way, producers of uh, Carnival Eats. And once again, I do not hate the show. I do not hate the host. I love the show. I'm obsessed with the show. I'm obsessed with the show. What drives me nuts is uh, is like a tablet of lazy production, like a, a tablet of lazy producer. Uh, it's it's a it's a cut and paste, fill the clipboard, get the shots, let's get in and out, let's just do our job. It's kind of the easy way out. It's the easy thing. way out, and sometimes I'm just like, uh, but I got to be honest with you, Noah Cap saves the show. He saves the show. He saves the show on my part because as a host, he does stuff that I feel like he's winking at me. Like, can you believe they made me say this? Like, I feel like sometimes his his catchy one-liners are a wink to me like, Bert, only you enjoy how fucking brilliant what I'm doing is. Only you will get the nuance, the layered comedy that I'm delivering on this fucking screen. No one's getting it but you. It's going by every fucking person who watches this show and is a fan that isn't me doesn't get how brilliant this show is. He's breaking the fourth wall just for Dude, you. I'll point out, I'm going to break down not an entire episode unless I fucking feel like it because I might, because I could break down an entire episode of this show. We're watching it on. Uh, okay. It's really good. I'm going to eat this for the rest of the day. I sure is that funnel cake burrito. everything. I got to eat it. Okay. It's a little blurry. I apologize. I don't I think this is the best version I can get. I'm already starting to get excited. Can you hear it okay? Okay, I'm going to start with a host read, okay? Host reads are, I'm Bert Kreischer, and I'm here in Cedar Point to do the Fearsome Foursome Challenge. That's where I ride four of their biggest, baddest roller. A good host read, they won't cut in between. All right? You'll do the whole host read to camera. Sometimes they'll cut in between just to keep your attention there, but your hands are up. And your energy's up, and you talk a little bit like a professional wrestler. No one actually talks the way you're about to talk. And Noah does it so fucking good. Watch this. I'm Noah Cap. Oh, hands right up. Hands right up. By the way, I have not seen this episode. Hands right up. Bam. I'm Noah Cap. Oh, he's, dude, he's, he's playing to my heart. He, I feel like he's made this for me. A special episode of Carnival Eats. Today, we're in Roswell, New Mexico, home of the UFO Festival. It was 70 years ago when an unidentified flying... Dude, the way he banged out 70, that's, I mean, that's like, that's, it was 70 years ago. Like, you, the, it was said, by the way, he's not doing this in a VO booth. He's doing this on the fucking fly. This is him doing a read to camera, fucking a hundred people watching, and he's he's dropping gems like that that they had to pick up in post for me. It was seventy years ago. Jet crashed here, creating one of America's most enduring mysteries. Now we're here to sample the other worldly treats our vendors have created. Can I tell you what he does so good? So good is he does his whole whole host read, right? This is one take. It sounds like one take for me, a walk and talk. He's talking to camera, camera's walking beside him. What he does so good, and I'm, I haven't, well, I have not seen this episode, but he always ends segments. 
He lets you know they're over. Com- great comedians do it. They let you know this joke is over so you can applaud. He lets you know it over. He'll do this read, and I haven't seen it, but and if he doesn't, it'll happen. I'll show you and point out later, but he ends it with a joke. He ends it with a joke. Uh, I'm in Roswell, New Mexico. 70 years ago, aliens landed near, and this place got put on the map. Well, I'm here at this, and we're going to try some of the greatest food they've got to eat. And then he's going to be like, uh, I hope I don't get abducted. Like, or I don't, you know, like that's that. So take me to your leader. <laughs> I mean. This silence is me. My dick is getting hard right now. That is fucking. By the way, I don't know if you notice. Here's I'm going to point this out. In that walk and talk, he was walking to that one place to get to that one thing. I would like to see the full editor. You fucked this up for me. I understand that you cut it fast. So you're paying people are going to change the channel. But he walked up to that fucking that Martian. Take me to your leader. Creating one of America's. He walked right up to that Martian. Now, we're here to sample the other worldly treats our vendors have created. Worldly so, treats. Take me to your leader. Maddox has been passionate about food since he was a Okay, so as an expert of Carnival Eats, I'll tell you right now, I'm already a fan of this guy, and, and I'm thinking this guy isn't at a carnival, he's at a festival. That's another thing you producers try to slide by on me. Don't think I don't know what carnival food is versus festival food. Does that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like they'll have the Lobster Fest in Maine, and that food is phenomenal. Very different than the, um, the one-year carnival that hits Portland, Maine. That food is fucking trash. Mm-hmm. But they slide in these legit fucking chefs that, that that aren't at they don't tell you what festival they're at they just say we're in roswell new mexico and they just hit it up whenever they got a food festival bang check it out i bet this guy i'm seeing catering on the side of his um on the side of his truck so i have a feeling we're gonna get some high-end food followed by some low-end food followed by something everyone wants i know i know this show inside and out barbecue competitions with his dad well, he has a potato peeler inside his truck, and he enters barbecue competitions with his dad. That means he is legit. This guy is a chef. Now, folks in New Mexico can't get enough of his delicious menu. He's cooking something extra terrestrial. Uh, they're not even at a carnival for this one, just so you know. There's no carnival. For the UFO festival. The fuck it's is this? the alien egg. Have you had an alien egg before? Okay. Uh, I, may, I may be wrong about this. I see the tents in the back, but that doesn't mean that they haven't bought some alien eggs, planted them in there. The number one thing you have to do as a producer of reality television is be very comfortable lying. Am I going to do the entire episode about Carnival Eats? I don't know. I'm going to have to get off this. I'm going to have to get off this. Let's just do the alien egg and we'll get out. Okay. Remember, alien egg. Ask me uh, as a host. Um, tell me where you came up with the idea. Tell me what's in it. Uh, how do you cook it? Noah's going to have a few funny lines. Notice he'll have a funny line after every every couple couple uh, little things you're going to hear. Funny line. Come back. Funny line. And if I'm not mistaken, he'll be dishonest about how it tastes. Oh, the other thing he'll do. No, because he doesn't. He's not like me. I would have just shit on the food. If I don't like the food, I would have shit on the food. Another thing he'll do that's really good is, and this is where I feel like he's making love to me through the television, is he describes the food, but he's not a chef, so he simply describes it <laughs> as if a child is describing it. These French fries, you can feel the crisp on the outside, but the the mushiness on the inside, the tenderness on the inside, and the salts flaked all over it. You know what I mean? Like there's no, it's you're just explaining food. These uh, onion crisps 
are, you got the crisp of the onion on the outside and the tenderness of the onion on the inside. It's just it's just describing food 101. It's not like a chef's insight because he's at a fucking carnival, okay? It's Here we go. A guy eating. It's just a guy eating. By the way, I did the same fucking shit where you go, "Oh my god, this cheese sandwich was crisp on the outside, but then you hit the the and all the flavors of the cheese would just go all over your mouth and you just really it was like a rush of intense flavors. I can do that with anything. This burger is phenomenal. The bun is what makes it. The bun is so soft and when you bite in you feel the crunch of the lettuce and the tenderness of the of the tomato with a flush of the, all the condiments, the mayo, the ketchup, the secret sauce, the the fried onions and then you get to the meat and you can really taste that 80/20 mix with all the seasonings they put in it. It's just it's just making it up. It's not real. It's not like a real like a real critic would do it. And he does it so good because he gets to the point. He doesn't hang you up on it. He doesn't lose you. Let's get back to Noah Cap. Oh, but that's what became Roswell, right? Is this very popular on your planet? On the menu today is the alien egg. The egg itself is vegetarian. Yes. There is meat in this dish, though. There is meat, but only on the side. What is the first step to making an alien egg? Avocado. By the way, I love that. I love that. When he opens his arm like that. What the, what the... Like, that's really... What is the first step to making an alien egg? Like, I'm so... Do you, I hope we're all sharing in this fucking... Open this baby up. Take the pit out. And I'm going to take this avocado out. Just so we've got a peeled slice and pitted avocado. we got to get the meat on the stove. <laughs> Misunderstood you? An actual beat. So we're going to take and hit him. Oh, I didn't understand that joke. Now I get it. They're putting a beet inside this avocado? A little olive oil and some salt. We're going to roast them for about 30, 45 minutes. So it's unlike other cooking shows, they don't really get to the heart of the, the ingredients because they are in a fucking truck. So he's like, a lot of times you'll get, no, it'll be like, uh, by the way, I've seen every episode. I fucking subscribe to this. This is my favorite show and it's doing very well for the network. I think it's on cooking. It's doing very well for the network because they play it all fucking day. This is a great show and a lot of them were shot in 2000, I think 16, 2015. So they're just airing the fuck out of them. It caught wind. This guy's grilling beets and putting them, I'm assuming, inside the avocado. We've got a batch ready to go. We've roasted it, we've peeled it, and now I'm gonna size it down and get it inside this avocado. We're gonna replace the pit of the avocado with the beet. Get her inside and close her up. The avocado is double dipped in egg wash and seasoned panko crumbs to give it an extra crunchy coating. Now right into the fryer. Just pop and drop. 350 degrees, just gonna take a few minutes. We have our house-made ribbon fried. We're gonna make our own chips. They're ready. We're hitting it with that in-house rub. A little salt, a little pepper. <laughs> that in-house rub, by the way. Oh yeah, it's Lowry seasoning salt. That in-house rub, and they always do the same thing. They cut to the spices. They don't show him making it. They, it's uh, paprika, cayenne, a uh, little bit of uh, ancho chili powder, and some salt and pepper. Paprika. So this is the base. So we're going to take some of our house-made barbecue pinto beans, Arlene mesquite brisket. We slow smoke that for 16 hours. Uh, they aren't going to show you slow, slow smoking the brisket because it's store-bought, I'm assuming. We're gonna do our Monterey Jack roasted queso. And this queso, where do you get this queso? Straight out of the bag? Straight out of the bag, Noah. That's what he, I want him to ask. By the way, I want to co-host this with him one time and be the good cop, bad cop these people with him. So where do you get this queso from? Do you make it fresh? No, they serve it in the bag where we get all our, st our stock stuff. Let's get to the t t taste of this fucking disgusting fried avocado egg. This looks fucking gross. 
Mike's queso is made with a cheese blend and roasted local green chilies. Open it up so we can see this pretty egg. That looks like an alien egg. Oh, I wish I wish I could have a fucking streamline into Noah's head. That looks fucking disgusting. Whoever told you avocado and beets go well together? Whoever told you that the earthiness of an avocado was uh, earthiness of a beet was done only better by a hot full avocado have you ever eaten a full avocado not 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 guacamole a full avocado hey i used to wouldn't it be like really mushy it's fucking disgusting i'm only assuming this is one of the grossest thing things he's ever put in his mouth let's hear it I need a joke. I need a joke right here, Noah. First alien. I know. I know, oh, Noah. The sweetness and the earthiness that you get from that beef. The panko breadcrumb adds the crunch, adds that salty element. From there, it is smooth sailing in the sense of everything is creamy, soft. To the fry section, the beans, the brisket. Oh, yeah. It's working, man. That oh, no joke has there. a lot of flavor. The beets inside are like real sweet, very creamy. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give this? Ten. Thank goodness that they have ten Earth-like fingers. <laughs> it's a joke from out. Melissa loves bacon, but she knows that cookies are the most delicious before they're put in the oven. I could do. I could do the whole fucking episode. I'm not going to. I know that that if you're not a hosting a TV show, that this isn't interesting to you. But if you ever wanted to host your own TV show, watch Noah Cap. He does it masterfully. He drives the show. That's very difficult to do to drive a show forward. And and for me, and maybe it's because I've hosted so much television. I see guys who do it with ego, and they and they allow the they allow so much bullshit. Not Noah, man. Is it exhausting to host a TV show like that? Like constant high energy or do you just get kind of used to it? I think you get used to it. I get into hosting mode where like you just go up to people and like I, because I used to bum rush people doing trip flip, uh-huh. I used to just be like, hey man, where did you get your sandwich? Like I didn't have a problem talking to strangers and I would freak friends out. They'd be like, what the fuck, dude? Let's listen to some of my hosting. You ready? Yeah. This is what I sounded like as a host. Now, not as good as Noah, but I should note I'm probably pretty good now, but I won't do it for a living. But I, I this is Bert Cry. I we shouldn't say I won't do it for a living. What would you host right now if someone Nothing. offered it to you? Nothing. Anything, though. Nothing. Nothing? I can't think of one thing I'd want to host. Like, I wouldn't mind hosting something where I got a bunch of passive income, too. Like, if they were like, do you want to host Mega Yachts and then we'll give you a yacht? I'd be like, yeah, I'll host that. Like, you want to host... Uh, you want to host? I host like a gadget thing where I just got all the gadgets and then also got paid. I'd host that. Um, I'd host something where I didn't have to leave L.A. I probably wouldn't host much of a travel show unless it worked with my schedule, unless like it was like dialed into my schedule. Um, well, you host a podcast. That's good enough. Yeah, and I'm not doing that so well right now. I'm just we just watched a show from Cooking Network for the first break. All right, let's listen to my hosting. You ready? This is my first TV show I hosted on Travel Channel. The first episode ever, Birth Conqueror. I'm here in Sandusky, Ohio, home to Cedar Point, the number one amusement park in the world. Today, I attempt to conquer the Coaster Holy Grail. That's done in VO. Noah did his on the street. I have one hour to navigate the park and ride their four... This is all done in VO. Noah did this as a walk and talk. It should be noted. It's insane. 120 mile per hour. Thrill Dragster. That, did there you hear that? That's, that's that's his 75 70 miles. Top Thrill Dragster. Like you really put emphasis on the words. 
this was a great show, this this pilot episode. I'm Bert Kreischer. Oh, that's the new, the older. Outrageous My name's Bert Kreischer. That's a beautiful belly flop. I should be add. Um, Woo, do you want to hold Woo, it? Woo, do you want to I'm in New Hampshire. And no matter where I go, there's always that one thing that locals say I've got Gotta to try. And now I'm on a mission to do them all. To do them all. Okay, watch my walk and talk, okay? Watch how bad it is. nothing I'm going to turn down. I am Bert, Bert the, Conqueror. the Conqueror. Okay, here we go. You ready? I'm in Sandusky, Ohio. I'm at Cedar Point. I am in Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. The number one amusement park in the world. This park boasts 364 acres of the biggest and baddest roller coasters anywhere. This is a one-take read, by the way. more of them than anywhere else on the planet. Came from Nashville, Tennessee, to the bad- oh, that's by the way a cheat. I, I got it. What am I doing? I'm just watching. Let's get the fuck out of this. I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be a shitty episode. I suck. I suck. Whoa, Do you understand that? Whoa, whoa. Let's get out. Carnival eats. Carnival eats. I have fucking a million carnival eats. Ooh, check out this girl's book. Her name is Captain. Hmm. Captain Liz Clark. She wrote a book called Swell. I found her through Kimmy Werner, my favorite uh, solo diver. My favorite uh, spear fisherman, Kat, Kimmy Warner. Um, this book looks awesome. I'm going to let her... She, it's, her book's out now. It's called Swell. This is the tr- teaser for it, the trailer. Patagonia is releasing the book. This just looks badass. I guess that's going to restart. Over the years, I've found myself shaking in fear. Alone exhausted. I've also found myself awake in some of my wildest dreams. I left 12 years ago. I've sailed 20,000 miles in the Pacific. My name is Liz Clark, and this is my story. This is from the open ocean and fucking swells. That's the name of the book. Her on top of the mast, climbing down. Her dropping anchor. They doesn't need taking that shit. Her fixing an engine by herself. Her chopping a banana tree down. Her riding in the back of the huck in the back of her truck with beautiful hair, I should add. Her talking to an old lady. Her walking by a cat. Her cutting Ever up. Ever since I was a little girl, I dreamed of seeing the world by sea. Thinking about it all the time actually led me to meeting a lot of the right people that helped me make the dream happen. What I found out was that the reality was a lot harder and grittier and less glamorous than I imagined. Look at this. This scares me. We'll stop after this. I'm short of breath and wide-eyed as it barrels towards us. I mumble unintelligible prayers, suddenly sorry for every bad thing I've ever done. I want to close my eyes and disappear. In another instant, the monster blindsides us with the swiftest, fiercest paw of wind I've ever felt. A terrifying bolt of lightning shreds through the darkness much too close. My nerves snap. I cry out desperately into the night. No one hears me. I'm horribly and painfully alone. I hang my head and cry. 
I cry for my fear, my powerlessness, my aloneness, and the fact that the night has only just begun. This is her swimming under her fucking boat to cut off when barnacles. When I set out on this journey, I saw the world in this is a badass. more narrow, ego-driven way. Being out on the ocean and all the challenges that I've been through, it actually helped me realize that I'm not alone. This looks amazing. This is her memoir of being on the ocean by herself. It's called Swell. Her name is Liz, what is it, Liz Clark? And, uh, I mean, just from this footage that I'm watching, I want to fucking, I want to read this book. It seems phenomenal. I'm going to need a charger. My thing is starting to die. There used to be a website, not to change subjects, Liz Clark, check out her book. There used to be a website I was obsessed with. It was called uncrate.com. Have you ever heard of it? Uncrate.com. Fucking love this website. I haven't checked it out in a while and I couldn't remember the name of it. So... For a little while, I was like, wait, what was the name of that website? Uncrate.com? And then uh, and then I found it last night, and it, it's changed a tad bit. I wish it hadn't. It used to be cool as fuck. I found some of my favorite gear on this website. Thank you very much. Uh, shirts. I found a lot of t-shirts. And then uh, and I, and I found a lot of like... Uh, Cool things to do. A lot of things we did on Travel Channel, I would find on Uncrate and send over to my my people on our network, and they would uh, they would set it up. They have cool watches. There's they always have some really cool watches, and they're always affordable. And then yesterday I saw this watch on there. Let's see if I can find it again. This is a twenty four thousand dollars solid gold Tag Heuer Carrera watch, and I was like, hey, Uncrate. I don't know who paid you to put that up there, but take it down. No one's going to spend $20,000 online on a watch. Like, hey, I didn't know that was out there. Maybe I should get myself one of these. And so the the, the website's kind of jumped the shark, I guess. But check it out, uncrate.com. There, it's, if you're into like, they've got gear, style, tech, cars. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're a car guy, it's cool to look at cars. That's not bad. Um, shelter. That they have like hotels that are really cool, like out of the way. If you have money and you're looking for interesting things, we found a lot of shelter on this. Vices, I think that's booze and body. I think that's, yeah, it's always booze. Vices, they have good fucking, like this Bacardi Grand Limitida rum. Their beers are pretty fucking legit. They hook you up with great beer clubs. It's called uncrate.com. Check them out. I just couldn't remember the name forever, and I've been wanting to talk about them because they were my go-to site. So uncrate.com. Jerry Seinfeld is does not believe Roseanne Barr should have gotten fired. Did you hear that? No. I love Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I love Jerry Seinfeld. You know, you forget he's an anti-establishment comedian. He is a guy who wants to buck the system. He didn't set up to do his own fucking thing, or he didn't set up to do what you wanted him to do. He wanted to do his own thing. He made a fucking sitcom about nothing. I love you, Jerry Seinfeld. If I have ever talked shit on you in the past, and I have on accident, I was drunk, and I was I was a fucking idiot, but man, he's a fucking badass. He is a fucking badass, and I've always been a fan of his. I think there's, I don't think there's a lot of comics that aren't a fan of his, you know? They're, like he is a legit comedian's comedian. We all, I think we all love him. I was talking to, uh, but he said, "This is what he said." 
I didn't see why it was necessary to fire her, Seinfeld told Entertainment Tonight. The fact that he says that is such balls. Do you realize how volatile that statement is? You have to be one side or the other these days. And there are people, and by the way, this is what I want to share in this. There are people who are, are not afraid to throw the first rock. That is my biggest, that might be my one of my sayings this year. Stay in your lane and don't throw the first rock. Let the first rock be thrown at you, then throw your rock. Do not throw the first. Once you throw the first rock, the internet senses you and they go, oh, you think you got all that? We got to look up park parking pat, pat, patty, whatever. Why would you murder someone who's committing suicide? Yeah. By the way, they should have just let her tweet her tweet and let her show keep going and let it just fizzle out. Yeah, but they got to kind of put their foot down after that whole Planet of the Apes thing. I mean, yeah, they had to. I mean, they had to, right? They're rebooting it, though, without her. That's not going to work. As much as liberals, and I'm a liberal, but as much as these progressive liberals want their cake and eat it, too, it's not going to happen. Like, the reason Roseanne was successful... It's because of Roseanne. It's because Roseanne. Yeah. It's called Roseanne. What's it going to be called? Dan. Dan. Yeah, we had that. It's called Blues Brothers 2. Like, it's not... I mean, I love John Goodman, but... Yeah. Where's the Where's the conflict? Where's the... Con- the conflict is this mouthy fucking broad who supports Trump. That's what connected with America. Mm-hmm. It's not Darlene. Do you, you think anyone ever was like, Darlene's my favorite character? No. You know who I like? The other one, Becky. Ooh, what's Donovan? What's his her brother's name? Donovan? I don't know. What do you think they're going to do? Kill her off? For this know. reboot? I don't know. <laughs> it's just stupid. Just get rid of it. Just don't do it. Just do a sitcom with John Goodman. You got already got a TV show with uh, Becky or uh, Darlene. She's got her own TV show. She makes money. She doesn't need the fucking money. They didn't do it because they were a family. I don't think they probably didn't even talk on set. They didn't do it because they missed each other. It just it bums me out. They have this new treadmill on Treadley that it just looks good. There's no arms to it. It's I, I, the reason I bring this up. By the way, am I a shopping podcast now? I'm just showing you shit you can buy. Yep, Pre-order cool. yours now. Beautifully designed, minimalist. You can put it under your desk if you have a standing desk and just walk on it. It does have a hydraulic handrail, and I think it's like 350 fucking bucks. That's it. I think. Pre-order yours today. Check it out. Treadley. I saw it online. I thought you guys would like it. Anthony Bourdain was in a death ritual months before his suicide. Did you hear that? No. Dude, let me tell you something. That's why I never did death rituals. I got offered a lot of death rituals. I got offered a lot of shit. You want to roll your bones in a sitting there with a Zulu priestess? Nope. I'm going to pass all the bones rolling. I can find your darkness. I'd rather you not. Didn't you drink blood or something? Well, I did drink goat's blood with the Maasai chief. Yeah, that's kind of... Well, that, I think though. that's just dangerous. I think yeah. that's just how you get AIDS in Africa. But Anthony Bourdain was apparently in, uh, in, uh, he was with his friend, Darren Arnofsky. Darren Arnofsky, is that the guy that dated Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Lawrence? I'm not sure, but they also came out with the fact that he didn't have narcotics in his system when he died as well. Bro, go out like a gangster. He he just want he just didn't want to be here anymore. And bre- it breaks my heart. 
I was selfishly I want him here because I definitely don't want headlines like Ludacris weighs in on Carrie Underwood's recovery following a fall. She's very strong. Hey Luda, I don't really give a fuck what you have to say about Carrie Underwood. I don't understand why Luda comments on that. That's the problem with celebrity. Luda should just stay in his lane and go, I don't know the bitch. Actually, I, I don't know why I'm doing that. Maybe they're good friends. Maybe he's working with her on a project. Maybe I'm a fucking idiot. Hey, Bert, stay in your lane and don't throw the first rock. Luda, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I just watched that one interview you did with Patrice where Patrice didn't like you and you didn't like Patrice. And I felt walked away jaded because Patrice was my friend. Chance the Rapper announces Special Olympic concert anniversary concert. Special Olympics anniversary concert. By the way, I did some stuff with the Special Olympics. Those guys are fucking phenomenal. I did the polar plunge with the Special Olympics. Oh, cool. Vince Vaughn does it every year. It's a really great. If you do, I think it happens up in like Michigan a lot. I did it in the Upper Peninsula. Check out, get together with the Special Olympics polar plunge. They raise money. They do a raffle. You hang out. You eat. You drink. It was a fucking blast. We did it for Trip Flip, and I had a phenomenal time. I don't know anything about Chance the Rapper other than he is fucking beautiful. He is such a gorgeous man. Let's break down a Chance the Rapper song, maybe. Huh? Chance the Rapper. Chance. Chance the Rapper. How many? How long have we been going? Uh, 40 minutes. I said it wasn't going to be a long one. You say that every time. Videos. I know I got to get it. All right. Same drugs. Chance the Rapper. I've never heard this song in my life. Never heard a song by him. Video doesn't look like it is. Is this for real? I get I don't know. This is Chance the Rapper. Have you ever heard Chance the Rapper? He's, he's singing with a Muppet. Is he? Dude, this is fucking. No more Cause she don't Do the same drugs no more We don't do the We don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more When did you change? When did you've aged? I thought you never grow up I thought you never Window closed Wendy got old I was too late, I was too late A shadow of what I once was Cause we don't Do the same drugs no more We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more She don't Laugh the same way no more We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more Oh my god Where did you go? He's rapping to a puppet. This is, I'm not sure if I love this or think it's hilarious. Keep going. Keep Either going. way, I'm into it. Why did you stay? <laughs> you must have lost your marbles. You always were so forgetful. It's a fucking Muppet singing. Oh, I loved. Okay, I was. I love Chance the Rapper. I love Chance the Rapper. This is fucking brilliant. This is awesome. Straight. 
Don't you miss the days? Don't you miss the The puppet shaking as it sings the hey, hey. The puppet's hey, we don't do drugs. That's going to be stuck in my head. We don't do the same drugs no more. I don't know how to do We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the same drugs no more. I fucking love Chance Rapper. I love Chance Rapper. He is might be my one of my favorite rappers. Hey, did you hear Childish Gambino uh, stole that song? Oh yeah, I listened. That's what to they it. said. That's what they said from a song from 2016. Yeah, let's see if I can find that. That's what they said. Pete Davidson's all over the fucking news. Holy shit! I gotta listen to some Ariana Grande. Tiffany Haddish uh, didn't Drake bailed on a date that cost Tiffany Haddish $100,000. She don't do the same drugs no more. She don't do the same drugs. She don't. She don't do the same drugs no more. She don't. She don't do the same drugs no more. She don't do the same drugs no more. Is that what happened? Oh my God. I fucking love Chance the Rapper. You just watch someone get turned on to a rapper. Uh, I listened to the two songs. Um, oh my God! Did you see uh, Seth um, Seth Rogen exploded on uh, Paul Ryan? I don't even know who Paul Ryan is. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. He would whitest have. people, and so um, they and, and they asked to take a picture. With me. Seth Ryan's uh, kids went up to Seth Rogen. Seth Ryan, Paul Ryan. By the way, this may be more effective if I knew anything about Paul Ryan. What are you doing? I'm just waiting to tell you the name of the song that Childish Gambino still, but I'm a little behind. Okay, I'm what are gonna you talking about. Well, I, I like Seth Rogen, and I don't want to shit on Seth Rogen, so let's get out of this clip. I like Seth Rogen a lot, but I, I would never. I don't have the same balls. He apparently said, "I'll just let him tell it," and then you, I, I I like Maybe Seth like Rogen 16, though. 17, and fans. Son, Paul Ryan's sons wanted to get a picture with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen did it, and then they go, our dad wants to get a picture with you, and he turned around and it's fucking Paul Ryan. I don't know what Paul Ryan did, but apparently he's ruining the country. Mm. That's what Seth Rogen was saying. I don't know what, I don't even know who the fuck he is. And I'm 45, and I am paying taxes, and I vote, and I don't know who Paul Ryan is. Fans, very nice fans, clearly fans of mine. And then um, they said, our dad wants to meet you. And I turned around, and it Paul Ryan was walking towards me. Oh, okay. How'd that go? Well, I didn't. I, I my whole body puckered, as it were. I tensed up, um, and I kind of, I probably, and I didn't know what to do. And he came over, just grabbed my hand, and I'm just like, I'm shaking his hand. I don't know what to do. And he said, "Can I uh, have a picture with you?" Uh, kind of weird for a grown man to ask a picture for a picture with a celebrity. It's kind but of fucked up. Seth Rogen. Oh, I don't give a fuck. If my dad ever asked for a picture with Seth Rogen, I'd be like, dad, stop. He's Let's speaker the of the house, by the way. So Ooh. he's like, he's like Trump's main man. Whip. What? Whip. What's that? He's the, oh, yep. Oh, okay. And I look over and his kids are standing right there expectantly, clearly fans of mine. And I said, no way, man. Uh, <laughs> Oh no. 
And I couldn't, and I couldn't stop. And I said, furthermore, I hate what you're doing to the country at this moment. And I count the days till you no longer have one iota of the power that you currently have. And Here, uh, and Here's what's weird about that is that you do have the right to say that to a public official. I just would, I don't have the balls to do that. I would never say that. Even if Trump came up to me, he's like, hey man, can I get a picture with you? Take your shirt off on him, lick your nipple. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, sure thing, Prez. You got to give it up for Seth Rogen standing up for what he believes in. I'm not that guy. That takes some balls. Especially in front of the man's sons. Balls. Balls. Childish Gambino. American Pharaoh. I by got it. Jace Harley. So let's let's hear let's hear this guy's song first. We'll be the, you be the judge. Have you listened? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay, I have. I've not listened. I've kind of listened, but I didn't listen to both. I just was like, uh, I I kind of remember it sounding like that. Mm -hmm. This is American Pharaoh. <laughs> this is American Pharaoh. Numb, numb. <laughs> Automatically, it sounds like a most deaf track. I'm just putting that out there right now. I'm young and I'm black in America. They try to attack and embarrass us. Y'all don't want your daughters to marry us. But they let us dick, so I tear it up. Got a wedded and married nurse. Half a society scared of us. My nigga, I'm young with no barriers. So if you owe me money, just police killed my best friend, they shot him dead. I do not forgive, I do not forget. My life is a cliff and I'm by the ledge. And in less than a moment, a lot is said. But if you don't know me, do not allege. The thoughts in my head, you cannot arrest. I see that as a promise and not a I don't answer my phone if it's not a check. I'm on plus. Your money on minus. No love for the righteous. Just call me a highness. I like the song. Yeah, it's a great track. I actually like the song a lot. So play this. I is like Charles Gambino's song too. So play this is America now. Here we go. By the way, big Donald Glover fan over here. Almost as big as. Uh... What is that? It's the intro. Different intro, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't sound at all. Just, yeah, forward okay. to like the verses is what they're talking about. All right. After he shoots a guy in the head. Right. Yeah, this is totally different. Totally, totally different. Not seeing a re resemblance at all. I might start wearing two chains. What if two chains was like, because he's wearing two chains in the video? What if two chains was like, that's my fucking thing? Here we go. And the beat drops. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. What I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't got you slipping up. I don't see a, I don't see the connection right now. Police be tripping up. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. My area. I got the strap. Hey. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get 
get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Nah. I don't see it. I mean, the melody is pretty close, and it's kind of in the same key. This is America. I like the both. I like both the songs. Yeah. I don't see it. They're cool. It's just you know how they were talking about. Uh, it's not what you sing; it's how you sing. Yeah, kind of sounds similar. It's got kind of the same feel, but other than that, I don't, I don't, don't, if, but yeah, I don't see the I don't see the correlation. I don't think they would. I think you're in the clear, it. Donald. Seems like a weird name to say. <laughs> Ch- child, childish. You see, Jamie Foxx apparently. Uh, Pulled him out. Let's see. I think that's it. I think that's all we got today. Ambulance takes Heather uh, Locklear to the overdose thing. To the overdose thing. Like let's a- let's go out on a Chance the Rapper song. <laughs> like a- I fucking love this guy. Overdose. Let's see. Let's see what his biggest song on YouTube is. Chance the Rapper. I like him. And Jack off this week. We have no porn. Sorry guys. Chance the rapper is probably in some. Is it? I'm coming. I'm coming. My wife's coming in to, to tell me we're eating. Chance the rapper. Here we go. Chance the rapper. Same drugs. Twenty eight million views. Oh, Chance the rapper fe- featuring Two Chains and Lil Wayne. Okay, I think I like this. By the way, I must have watched this at some point. <laughs> I must have watched this because there was a red bar on it. We're going out on Chance the Rapper, 2 Chains, Lil Wayne. I hope you guys have a great week. He is a hooky motherfucker. Yeah. Is that DJ Khaled? I don't talk into my money enough. I like I like Chance the Rapper. I can't believe I've never heard of this guy. I've heard the name, but I, I, I've never listened to any of his music. I like his energy. I wonder if he's balding. The fuck has little Wayne done to his face? He is covered in tattoos. Holy shit. He's only 25. I think you grow into those. Peter Pablo, take your shirt off. Wave around your head like a helicopter. I ain't putting enough weed in the blunt. All you do is smoke tobacco. Where the hell you get them from? 
You get that line, Peter Pablo, wave your head around the hat like a helicopter. Yeah. You know that Peter Pablo song? Nope. Peter Pablo? Hold on one second. I apologize to break down rap for you guys. I know that you guys love this when I do this. Uh, watch this. You're going to fucking shit your pants. This is one of the best songs in hip hop. Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. I think it's Freak-a-Leak. Oh, yeah. Freak-a-Leak. Raise up. Petey Pablo. You ready? Tell me you don't love this song. Oh, come on. My buddy almost got a DUI to this song. <laughs> we were driving through Clearwater Beach. Listen to this song. And we were just in the car waving our shirts around our head. Oh shit. Sorry, Chance, you're not this good. But it ain't about that. It's about getting what you get and then giving back here. Big fella, half of me and Carolina, I'm trying to get a hope. Marshall, hope, green county, tell damn, transfer, Santa Red. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm still dancing. I don't mind you shouting out some uh, directions to, to different counties. He just is a Thomas guide. Like, he's just rattling it. He's the, Petey Pablo is the Garmin of rap. <laughs> hold on one second. I'm sorry. Is he yelling off every county in... Hold on. Let's get back and listen to Petey Pablo's rapping off every county in North Carolina. Petey Pop, motherfucker. He named every fucking county. Fuck yeah, Petey Pablo. Eating pork rinds.
I bet this was fun as fuck to see live. Man, I had to do it just in case you were one of the ones who wanted to come and ask something stupid. What it look like putting it down for my from the south side, North Carolina, South Carolina, and I'm a little bit of help a little kick town. We're gonna hit y'all ass, this ain't nothing but a TD blast. What we got coming at ya? Slamming, classic, what's out the platinum? And I don't mean to scare y'all, but I'm about to bring it home. Blow these melody heels, these fiends at NZ out the wild up. How's the feeling? Look at my little daddy real. Tell him, I told ya. Beauty Pablo. Like a helicopter, North Carolina. This one's for you, uh uh. This one's for who? Us, us, us. North Carolina. Twist it around your head like a helicopter. Oh, guess who produced this? Baby girl. The one from DBA. Who produced it? Wait, can I? I'm so sorry that I have to do this. The podcast is over, everybody. It's technically over unless you're still listening, in which case it's not over. This might be the best song ever in hip hop produced by the same man. I love this song. Dirty South, uh-huh. Can y'all really feel me? Feel you know who this is? Feel me. West Coast, feel me. Say what? Dirty South, uh. Here we go. Can y'all really feel me? Baby girl. West Coast, feel me. Uh-huh. West Coast, feel me. Can you feel us? Dirty South. Timbaland. Can y'all really feel me? Feel me. East Coast, feel me. Say what? Aaliyah. Uh-huh. Dirty this came out dirty, when I first moved to New York, and I used to sing this song on stage whenever there were black chicks in the front row. Like a hawk in the sky. You are my prey. Pray. Boy, I promise you, if we keep bumping heads, I know that one of these days we gon' go get up while they talk on the phone. But see, I don't know if that's good. I've been holding back this secret from you. I probably shouldn't tell it. What are we going to do? Everyone sleep, sleep, sleep. I'll be waiting there with my tricks, my lows, my I used to do this on stage. I could do the whole song. If you can wear, well, that would be weak. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, I'm trusting you with my heart, my soul. I probably shouldn't let you go. If I, if I let you go. Here's the best part of this song. Timbaland comes in. She was married to R. Kelly. Can you believe that? Is it my go? Is it your go? Here we go. Timbaland. I won't rap over it. Baby girl. I'm the man from the big B.A. 
what you gonna play round my way? Uh-huh. Listen to what I gotta say. Uh-huh. Don't you know I am the man? Uh-huh. Rock shows here to Jam Japan. Uh-huh. Have people shaking, shaking my hand. Uh-huh. Hey, girl, uh-huh. better known as Ali. Ali. Give me goosebumps and high beats. Make a play haters believe. believe. Don't you know? Uh-huh. Gotta tell somebody. Cause I really need somebody. Uh-huh. Tell me you need somebody. Uh-huh. If I let this go, I used to be able to. I'm getting chill bumps. This is I could I had no material. Are you Listen to the baby in the background. Huh? Let me the baby. Listen. Is it my go? Is it your go? Right now I'm naughty, naughty. Say yes or say no. Somebody, are you that somebody? That baby's 20 now, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That was open tabs. I hope you have a fantastic week. I'm in Pittsburgh this week at the Bynum. Roy Scovel, myself, Brad Williams, Sarah Tiana, Dave. Oh, who's who? Who's else is there? I thought Dave Williamson. No, um, that's it. I hope you have a great week. Be safe. Uh, if you're fat, lose weight. You know what I'm talking about. I love you. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.